because I have been too busy. We finished The Widow and we started Stranger Things Season 2 and that is literally it. This was a little one was home weekend, so I was just thinking, I have one thing written down. We did watch Flora and Ulysses on Disney+. Plus. It is, um, it's a talking, well, not a talking animal, but it's an animal movie. And it's got Allison Hannigan from Buffy. But it's got, actually had a lot of really cute people in it. Uh, John Ralphio from Parks and Rec. Uh, oh, I don't know his name. I just know him as John Ralphio. <laughs> ben Schultz or something like that, I think is his name. But, uh, yeah, and a bunch of different people in it. And, and it had Abed from Community. He's in there. It was a bunch of good people. Oh, I love him. I don't like animal movies, but this was really cute. It was all, like, superhero-based and comic book-based. And it was okay for kids. I and mean, the adults in it were really funny. And the kids weren't, like, miserable people. <laughs> but it was really cute. We liked it. I was avoiding it because I thought it would be really awful. And it was good. So that's about it. I haven't watched anything else. I haven't had time. Yeah, we haven't really either. We watched one episode of this thing on Netflix called Repair Shop, and it's just like kind of a reality thing where people bring in antiques and things to be restored, and the these like experts restore them. I mean, it's interesting. It's kind of neat. It's something to put on to kill 45 minutes. The kids were watching. I had rehearsal last night, but when I came home, they were both watching greyhound which is the tom hanks movie on apple tv and my middle one was really looking forward to watching that he likes war movies he likes anything history he's a big history buff so he and tweet should totally hang out they like oh all this God. they like all the same stuff for those yes. weird repair shows that he that's his thing but yeah they were i i didn't think my oldest one would be into it but they were all in and it was super damn loud when I came in at like 11 <laughs> last night and it was super annoying. It kept screaming, turn it down! Because I was going to bed. But anyway, they liked it. I I don't know. I didn't watch it. I assume it was pretty good. But anyhow. All right. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to That's So Original Podcast. I'm Kelly. I'm here with Tiffany. Hello. Hi. And guess what, you guys? We are not talking about Bridgerton. Yay. Yay. Still doing British accents, though. Yay! (laughs) So today we are talking about Ted Lasso on Apple TV, episode one. It's just called Pilot. I didn't even notice it had a name, so good for you. Yeah, they all have names. Oh, they do. Oh, good. I know we had said that we were going to do two at a time, but I'm just going to call them scheduling issues did not allow us to do two. So... I was thinking, like, maybe we'll do one this week. Maybe next week we'll do two. You know, it'll just be whatever we can get to, basically. And this one's going to be kind of hard because it is so freaking good. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be hard to pick apart. So we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. You may, if you came here for us to tear this apart and make fun of it. You might want to, like, just turn this off because you're going to hate it. (laughs) I enjoyed this very much. Unlike Bridgerton. I did too. But if you are someone who doesn't have access to Apple TV and you've heard people say great things about Ted Lasso, hopefully by listening to us, you'll kind of feel like you've watched it. Right. So there you go. Yeah. All right. So the intro music starts and we hear a whistle blow and we are at a soccer practice. 
the camera slowly pans from the soccer practice in through some windows to an office where we see a lot of things being moved out. There's a woman standing in the office and she's staring at a painting on the wall and she tells this guy that's standing there that she and Rupert bought this painting on their fifth anniversary and she asked this business looking guy I called him business suit guy for a while I, I did too if, <laughs> if he wants it and he's like uh isn't that worth like a million pounds and she says yeah good point you should have said yes and then she sends it with the movers to get auctioned because we tell she's just getting rid of everything in this office as she is standing there, we see the camera pan down to the front page of a newspaper where there's a headline that reads, he gets the bimbos, she gets the bozos. <laughs> and there's a picture of this woman in the office and a man right above that headline. So the business suit guy tells her that a man named George is there. And George comes in. He's this older guy with a lot of facial hair, a big beer belly, wearing the shortest shorts ever made. He looks like Richard Brannon. Is that his Brannon? The, um, yes. The, the space guy. The yeah. space guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's exactly who he looks like. Brannon. What is his name? I can't think of his name. Anyways, Ri- keep going. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Now, now am I, I'm like looking off into space like, I, I don't know. I think Branson? it's Richard Branagh, Bran, 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 I don't Bran? know. I don't know. Uh, he's, <laughs> we are horrible. He's, yeah. He's the coach of the soccer team that we saw playing moments ago. Soon as he sits down, she fires him. And he's like, uh, why? And she says, oh, so many reasons. Let's see. Your casual misogyny. I know that's a big word. Ask one of your daughters what it means. Uh... <laughs> How about your performance leading this team through another average season? Or maybe it's because you insist on wearing those tiny shorts, which forced me to see one of your testicles. Then he kind of shifts a little bit in his seat, and she's like, and there's the other one. She calls them Liam and, oh, shit. Noel. Noel. (laughs) And she's like, but not an oasis in sight. Young people, there used to be this band (laughs) called Oasis back in the day. I loved them. And the two brothers, and they were the lead singers of this band called Oasis. And they fought all the time. All the time. I digress. Uh, She says, I'm firing you because I'm the owner and I don't like you. I mean, that's that's all you need. And then she calls him a fat twat. And so he leaves. And this business suit guy asks if she wants to see a list of candidates that he's compiled to fill the position. And she says, nope, that won't be necessary. Well, I have to say that the coach guy gives her one last burn as he's walking out. He picks up that tabloid and asks her, what's worse, your husband's cheating or being the last one to know? And I was like, oh. So now we know a little bit of what is happening here. At Mm -hmm. first, I thought it was like a repo situation. But no, she's just auctioning all his shit off (laughs) because she's over him. Yep. So cut to Sports Center, a show that I have literally never seen in my (laughs) entire life. And the scroll at the bottom says, AFC Richmond announces the hiring of Theodore Ted Lasso as manager. And up on the screen, we see Ted's big old toothy smile. He is just so freaking adorable. He is played by Jason Sudeikis. And if you don't know who Jason Sudeikis is, he's been in just... Tons we're the Millers and... is one. He's uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's SNL. Yeah. He's on SNL yes. for lots of years. So I know him from SNL, but he is just adorable. And apparently, he was the coach of a football team who had just won the national championship 
and it was his first year of being their coach. So not only is he a winning coach, but he's got some really sweet dance moves. And he's like TikTok famous, I think, for dancing in the locker room after a win with his team. And they show some footage of that video, and it's really cute, too. Yeah, because they say he took, because he was the coach of the Wichita State Shockers, and he took him from a garbage program all the way to the promised land in his first season as a coach. So he's obviously a good coach. That's what we're yeah. trying, we're getting from this. But he's not a soccer coach or a football coach in the He's a football Britain. coach, but not a football <laughs> <laughs> So now we're on an airplane. And lo and behold, we're here with Ted himself. He comes out of the airplane bathroom and goes to sit in his seat. And this young kid comes up to him and he's, and he's like, hey. This is a YouTube video, and you're in it. Is that you? He's like, yeah, that's me. And the guy asked to get an ussy, which is a selfie with us in it. And I thought, oh, well, that's kind of clever. Then they has this conversation where the kid is like, "Uh, you're going to coach football. You're going to be legendary for being so freaking stupid. They're going to murder you. And Ted just smiles like, yep, I've heard that tune before. He's got this delicious little accent that, and Mm -hmm. he's just... He's so cute. So this kid walks away and Ted turns around and his assistant coach, which the, what bothered me quite a bit in the beginning of this is they didn't name anybody. Oh, that drove me nuts. And I had to go back and put it in. I called him a, this guy assistant coach for a long time, but his he gets assistant coach Beard and he has a big beard. Ted turns around to him and Beard is reading a soccer book. He's trying to learn as much shit as he can <laughs> as quickly as he can. And Ted asks him to hit me with a fact. And Beard tells him, well, they don't stay out of bounds. They say into touch. And Ted's like, you pay me five bucks if I can sneak that into a sentence later. And they shake on it, which is cute. And then the little cabin light thing rings and they say that they're going to be lowering the lights for um, sleeping because they're flying, you know, across the Atlantic or Pacific or I think Atlantic. I don't freaking know. I don't, I don't <laughs> and Beard says, hey, you need to get some sleep. And Ted's like, yep. Are we nuts? Are we crazy for doing this? Because this seems really stupid, you know? And Beard's like, yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing probably we'll ever do. I love that Ted says, well, it's like they say, it's like riding a horse. If you're comfortable while doing it, you're probably doing it wrong. And I was like, oh, that's so freaking true. And then I love Ted says to Beard, hey, if we see each other in our dreams, let's goof around a little bit and act like we don't know each other. And I was like, these two are so cute. And Beard says, okay, stranger. <laughs> it's just so adorable. He covers up with a blanket and Ted turns around, pulls out his phone, and his wallpaper on his phone is a picture of his wife and son. And he's, you can see he's kind of sad. Like, and I can't imagine a guy like this leaving his family to go across the world mm-hmm. to be a coach. And then we get our title sequence, which is just Ted sitting alone in a stadium, which was kind of sad. I know. So they arrive at the airport and we find out Ted has not slept at all. I feel you, Ted. I can't sleep on a plane. I can't sleep on a plane. No. I need to be alert in case the plane goes down. I, I, no. I flew 13 (laughs) hours overnight to Rome and it was awful. I couldn't get comfortable. I couldn't fall asleep. It was awful. And then we got right off the plane and took off and went to the Coliseum and stuff. So it was miserable. It was two miserable days. Anyways. Ted says, well, you know, my brain wouldn't shut off. I couldn't sleep. I was thinking about sleeping and thinking about not sleeping and thinking about thinking about thinking about not sleeping. And the next thing you know, they're handing out warm chocolate chip cookies and the plane was landing. And then Beard's like, I didn't get a cookie. 
did you eat my cookie? And Ted's like, uh, I think that's our ride. He's like, that's not part of the story. Yeah. Oh, look, there's our ride. Then there's, I think there's just this driver guy who's, you know, holding up the sign. And Ted is so polite and friendly and introduced himself. Hi, I'm Ted. What's your name? The guy's like, Ollie. And, and he goes to take their bags. And Ted's like, nope, we packed them. We'll carry him. And I was like, oh, he is just too good for this world. He is. He's too pure for this world. They ask to make a pit stop first, and Ted's hair is just a nightmare. He's got a kind of a big, <laughs> he's got a Conan O'Brien Buffant thing going, and it's just messy. And they have to stop. They want to stop and see the Tower Bridge, which is, you know, London Bridge, you know, London Bridge fame. And Ted says, we're not in Kansas anymore. I've never said that before when I wasn't in Kansas. <laughs> and Beard's like, I love this bridge. I'm glad it's still up. And I was like, oh, because <laughs> it didn't fall down. Get it. I get love it. it. It's all cute. So they're at the stadium, and Coach Beard is telling Ted about how they came up with soccer. And it had something to do with masturbation, because they didn't want the players to use their hands. And I was like, it's a little counterintuitive, don't you think? Because they don't use their hands in soccer, so aren't your hands free to masturbate? You could play soccer and masturbate. Am I wrong? Well, you can play soccer and pee. They just take an E and whip it out, out there. I'm just saying, like, if you're trying to get them to do something that that is going to keep their hands busy, I don't know, teach them knitting. Anyway, (laughs) Ted is, like, down on the ground checking out this turf and talking about how different it is from the football fields that he's been on. And he says, well, it's the same but different. It's a metaphor. And (laughs) there's some guy... And he starts screaming at them from across the field to stop touching the grass. He's like, oh, my God, stop touching the grass. Who are you? And Ted says, oh, I'm Ted Lasso. And then the guy is like, oh, my God, I just yelled at the new manager. And then he reaches down and grabs some grass. And he's like, here, take all the grass you want. I can go get you some out of the garbage can. We just mowed it. And Ted's like, no, 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 it's it's fine. And the guy says, okay, but seriously, you do need to get off the grass because, it, you know. Okay, first of all, it's not the grass. It's called the pitch. That's the field. The field is called the pitch. And he's screaming at him to get off the pitch. And it took a lot of Googling to figure out why they say keep off the pitch. Like, that's a huge thing is to keep off the pitch. It's just because they keep it nice for games. And they're not using AstroTurf like they do in football. And I don't know if you've been on AstroTurf before. It's super bouncy. Like, walking on a sponge, it would be no fun to be playing soccer on. I was in the marching band, of course, I've been on. I know, AstroTurf, bouncing on the AstroTurf. So this guy is now taking them to meet Rebecca Welton, and she's the lady from the first scene who was clearing out the office. Ted wants to know what this guy's name is, and he's like, no one has ever asked me my name. (laughs) And Ted's like, "Uh uh-huh, and your name is whenever you're ready. (laughs) And the guy says, it's Nathan. And Ted says, oh, I love that name. And I'm like, me too. (laughs) And Ted says, I love your hot dogs. And I laughed so hard because we love Nathan's hot dogs. The the guy had no idea what Ted was saying because Nathan's hot dogs are not a thing over there. But anyway, Nathan says, I'm going to introduce you to the big boss. And they walk towards her in the office and she turns around and says hello and he's like but 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 uh, and he just literally turns around and runs down the stairs out like because he's so intimidated by her (laughs) so ted and coach beard like literally pop their heads in like from the side of the door they're like hey (laughs) 
And <laughs> they did like the, they did the monkeys thing. We're like, hello, yes, hello. Yes. <laughs> and Ted introduces himself. She says, hi, you can call me Rebecca. And he introduces Coach Beard. And business suit guy's name is Higgins. She asks Higgins to take Coach Beard to get whatever they will need to settle in. And then she tells... Ted to take a seat so she can get him a drink and he says sure anything with caffeine and she says well I'll make you some tea and she says how do you take your tea and he says I usually take it back to the counter because someone's made a terrible mistake and I laughed because tea is such a British thing like they drink tea so much over there and I drink it sometimes but yeah no it's I, I don't get the appeal but he tries it, and she asks him what he thinks. He said, well, I thought tea would taste just like hot brown water, and I was right. This is horrible. Thank you. And so then she tells him that she's going to take him on a tour of the club. Well, I love that she introduced herself, and he says, um, Miss Welton. She says, call me Rebecca. Miss Welton was my father. And he says, if that's a joke, I love it. If not, I can't wait to unpack that with you. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. And his needs for, for like, to settle in are the Wi-Fi passwords, wet wipes, and a humidifier. Those are Ted Lasso's needs. So they go down to the, um, like, they're on a tour, and she takes him down to the modest Hall of Fame. And she's saying the club was established in 1897. The stadium was once used as a makeshift hospital during the war. And some people believe they still see bodies wandering around the pitch. And she's like, hey, do you believe in ghosts, Ted? He's like, I do. And more importantly, I think they need to believe in themselves. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's exactly what she does. She pauses a beat and she was like, okay. And then she's showing like the wall of previous owners. And he and Ted's kind of looking at the pictures. And he's like, hey, look at that guy right there with the girls and the champagne. He looks like a good time. And she's like, yeah, that's my ex-husband. And he's like, oh, well. Not all the good times are good times, I found. Um, and he, he's like, so how are you holding up? And she said, well, it hasn't been a great year, year Ted, you know. And she's like, oh, okay, so um, we're going to need to speak to the press. And he's like, yeah, sounds good. Just give me a couple of nights of good sleep. I'll be happy to do that. And she's like, oh, no, I thought you knew. Right now. And shoves him through a door to a press conference. The room is just filled with camera flashes and questions fired at him as he's, like, sitting down. Intermixed with this, we are seeing... Players are in the locker room watching the press conference and they're the players from this Richmond team and they are laughing. And this one player who looks scary as all hell screams, Oi, if I don't get silence, I'm going to start punching dicks. And I was like, I like this guy. I like him a lot. And so Ted sits down and he's like so overwhelmed by all this camera stuff. And he's awkwardly trying to open a bottle of water because his throat is dry from flying 100,000 miles on no sleep. Minute he drinks it, he spits it out all over everybody because it's fizzy water because... Europeans, you're all weird. Why do you like this water? It's so gross. I love fizzy water. It's, it tastes sharp. It tastes gross. And Bubbly is my jam. Oh, you have to ask for flat, Ted. You have to ask for flat. <laughs> and then we get an intermix of pictures of these guys in a bar who are watching this press conference. And they're yelling, look at this twat. Fucking yank. And Ted's like, okay, uh, why don't we just jump right in? Anybody have any questions? And the entire room raises their hands all at once. And he's like, okay, well, how about I just address the larger than average elephant in the room? And he says, no, I haven't coached the sport you guys call football before. You could fill two internets with what I don't know about your football. But I do know that Richmond will go out there and give you everything they've got for all four quarters. 
the reporter's like, halves, <laughs> two halves. <laughs> and he's like, all right, well, they're going to give it all they have, win or lose, or tie, because, you know, we do that. He's like, oh. He's like, yeah, that's going to take some getting used to. Where I'm from, if you try to end the game in a tie, it might be the first sign of the apocalypse. And he's like, but I respect what you folks do, and my door's always open. No topic will be too in touch, is what he's trying to say. Like, out of bounds. He's using that from earlier. He was going to use it in conversation. Oh, yeah. So he kind of winks at Beard like, ha, you see it? You owe me five bucks. (laughs) So Ted says, okay, one last question. He calls on this guy because he likes his glasses because that's just how Ted is. And the guy gets up and he's like, hey, all right, let me get this straight. You are an American who has never set foot in England, whose athletic success has only come at the amateur level and a second tier level at that and is now being charged with the leadership of a premier football club despite clearly possessing very little knowledge of the game and ted's like yeah you got a question here so you you going somewhere with this and the reporter's like yeah is this a fucking joke and of course all the guys in the bar just start cheering and laughing all the players just cringe like oh this is awful and the reporter starts asking him can you name any footballers and he's like well you got Ronaldo and that fellow that bends it like himself. And the guys in the bar are like, Beckham! They made a film on it, you dickhead! I love these guys. Now they're just, like, spewing trivia at him. Do you know how many games are in a premier season? Who won the league last year? What's a goalie? And he says, the guy with the Mickey Mouse hands by the net. That's all I got. And He's not wrong. No. And he just gets crazy. And they shout questions. And they tell him to go back to America. And he tries to swig some more water and spits it on everyone because of the fucking bubbles. And finally, finally, Rebecca comes to his rescue. Yeah, she says, apparently we've all forgotten our manners. By the way, this is the first time I remember the press room being so full, yet here you are. So, you know, obviously something is working because the interest in this team is peaked. She says, no one here has watched this team play more than I have. And all I've seen is mediocrity. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? And everybody else is like, uh, no, actually, you're not. She says, Coach Lasso's resume may not impress you, but he's got one thing none of you have, a trophy from this past millennium. <laughs> so like it or not, we're doing things a different way, the Lasso way. Now get the fuck out. And Ted says, nice to meet you. Sorry for spitting on you. Okay, thanks. Bye. And they walk out. Ted is apologizing. And she's like, whatever, just worry about proving them wrong. Ted says he wants to meet the team, so he and Coach Beard leave while Welton and Higgins talk. And he says, Higgins says, I wasn't sure about this, but I think you've made a great choice. And she says, he's an absolute wanker. And Higgins is like, yep, that's exactly what I said. Yeah, he's he's awful. And she says, I hope he fails miserably. Higgins, poor Higgins, he's like watching a tennis match. He's like, I don't know how how to feel here. She says, my ex-husband only loved one thing in this whole life, and it was this club, so I'm going to do my best to run it into the ground and she's looking at a picture of him on the wall i think it's mm-hmm. is it the, one where the yep. champagne and the ladies yeah she says i hope he feels like he's being fucked in the ass with a splintered cricket bat over and over like a gif and higgins is like wow that's a cool visual also another thing um some people pronounce it jiff and i was like yeah you know psychos wrong people So now we know that her motivation for hiring Ted Lasso is not because she thinks he's a great coach, not because she thinks he's going to do great things for this team. She hired him because he knows nothing about 
soccer because she wants to see this whole club, this whole team fail. She wants it to be a joke. She wants it to be like them just go down and it's so it's so rude. (laughs) It is because the players, you know, and all the staff and everybody else there is not your ex-husband. They don't deserve to be fucked over. Rebecca. So Ted is walking out to the field and he's trying to remember the right lingo that he's the gaffer and he's going out onto the pitch and they call practice training and Ted waves to his new BFF Nathan who is pouring him a drink out of the coolers next to the field and there's a guy on the field who is screaming at another player. And this guy's name is Roy Kent. He played for another team who won the championship about eight years ago. So apparently he was hot shit eight years ago. And Ted takes a drink of whatever Nathan gave him from the coolers. And he's like, oh, my God. And Nathan's like, oh, shit. What? What? It's terrible. Do you hate it? (laughs) Poor Nathan. I just feel like he just gets shit on constantly, no matter what he does. And Ted tells him, oh, it's amazing. And Nathan, even Coach Beer likes it, so it must be good. And he's like, oh, my God, you remembered (laughs) my name. This is the best day of Nathan's life. There's another guy on the field, and he's doing this, like, crazy thing where they kick and the ball like goes like back and over their head and Ted's like oh my god did you see that and this guy's name is Jamie Tart and he's a striker which means he plays offense so he's a one who makes the goals he's the top scorer on the team and Ted asks Nathan so what's Jamie like and Nathan says yeah uh he's great at football coach beard talks about another couple guys on the team he is he must have been studying the roster he knows everything he's on top of it yeah he's a good assistant he knows everything he says well one guy's from nigeria and ted's like like in africa he's like yeah like in africa and another guy's from wales and ted's like is that another country and beard says Yes and no. And Ted says, how many countries are in this country? And Nathan and Beard say in unison, four. And he says, kind of like America these days. Ooh. So Nathan takes him to the locker room and Ted is looking around and he's like, I love a good locker room. It smells like potential and notes of Axe body spray. (laughs) And they're like, "Uh, it's not called Axe here. It's called Lynx, which, you know, just as awesome. And the players come in and immediately they're like rubbing their dirty like jocks on Nathan's face oh, and they're no. just gross. They're they kind of look Ted up and down and just don't even acknowledge him. The captain Roy guy just gives him the death glare again. And Ted's like, hey, last time I saw Isaac Cole, they were going head to head with Roy Schneider. And Beard says, oh, and Jaws? He's like, no, and all that jazz. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that is a scary movie. So Ted, you know, calls him together and he's introduced himself says he's happy to be here and when he starts talking he's interrupted by this girl that walks in we don't get her name till later but it turns out her name is keely and she's played by juno temple who i love she's good in everything and she's here to pick up that lead scorer jamie the kind of asshole guy she's taking him to get wax because he says he's doing it for the fans every time he scores a goal they expect him to take his shirt off He's, like, getting dressed, and he's putting on the most obnoxious flower jogging suit and a baseball hat that says Icon on it. So we get immediately that this guy's a big old douchebag. And he's like, yeah, you don't mind if I leave, right? Okay, bye, and walks out. As he's walking out, you can see the Roy guy gives him a death glare because apparently he's not happy with anything. But him and the little girlfriend flirt, and she says, you know, you're going to watch my ass as I leave, and... Meanwhile, none of the players are acknowledging Ted. None of them are even like, okay, well, we're going to go back to what we're doing because we don't care. You're here. You suck. 
So Ted and Beard go into their office and they both sit down at the desk for a second. And immediately they push their desks together. They're like Dwight and Jim from the office. They're like that close staring at each other. (laughs) And Ted puts up a drawing that his kid made for him. And Beard gets to work hanging up pictures of sports greats like the Miracle Hockey Team and Muhammad Ali. And while he's doing that, Ted passes out because it's been a long ass time since he slept. Beard wakes him up and Ted notices Captain Deathglare is leaving for the day. And calls him over and he's like, hey, it's fun watching you today. And I can tell the boys really respond to you. And, you know, you've had a heck of a career. And Roy says, hey, thanks. I never thought of it end being coached by Ronald fucking McDonald. But, hey, here we are. And walks out and Ted turns to Beard. How dare you? I know. Ted turns to Beard and he's like, you're going to let him call you that? (laughs) Beard's like, I'm pretty sure he wasn't talking to me, but... Ted says, he thinks he's mad now. Just wait until we win him over. And I think it's going to happen, Ted. I think you can win anybody over. I think so, too. I like how when Beard woke him up, he was like, oh, come on, man. Don't be a sleep cop. And I was like, at my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Ted asked Beard for some tape because he wants to put one more thing up on the wall. And in the locker room, he's putting up a sign that says, believe. And he looks over to the lockers. He's holding this duct tape in his hand. And he sees a picture of a nude woman hanging up in Jamie's locker. So he goes over and, like, covers up her nipples with the tape. And just then, the girl from earlier, Keely, walks in and screams at him, What are you doing? Because she doesn't realize it's Ted. And he, like, comes back real quick, whacks his head on the locker. And she's like, Oh, my God. And she realizes who it is. He says... I was just making some changes to the locker room and he like points up to the sign and she says, I think it's crooked. And he's like, I believe it's crooked because it says believe on it. Oh, (laughs) I didn't even catch that. He's like, huh. And here I thought the room was all out of whack. She says she's back to get Jamie's phone out of his locker, and when she turns around, he's trying to reposition the sign. She helps him get it leveled, and this is when we find out that her name is Keely. He says, well, I'm Ted Lasso, and she's like, uh, yeah, I know. You're trending on Twitter, and he's like, Twitter, and she's like, do you even tweet? And he's like, no, but I do beatbox, and she's like, <laughs> she's like just staring at him, and she's like, I never know what to do when a grown man beatboxes in front of me. (laughs) Like, happens all the time. It's very awkward. She leaves, but not before she bows and says, welcome to England. Well, I love that he says, I hope you never run into Biz Marquis because he's beatboxing. Because, you know, Biz Marquis is, you, you got what I need, that guy. And then she says about Twitter, she's like, well, if you ever get curious, avoid hashtag Richmond, hashtag wanker, or hashtag dick. Because you're going to find a lot about yourself. (laughs) And I don't know if you noticed, he's covering up the tape on the boobs. That's a picture of her. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he's covering, and she goes over and grabs the phone and she smiles because she sees what he's done, like... I think she thinks, oh, well, that's respectful, you mm-hmm. know. And my boyfriend's kind of a wanker because mm-hmm. he's put my boobs out in front of everybody. Right. So it's the end of the day and Nathan is off- has offered to give Ted and Beard a ride to their apartments. And they're going to go start loading their luggage into the tiniest clown car I've ever seen. That's what I said. This is the smallest car I've ever seen. At the same time, Ted is noticing that Rebecca and Higgins are talking by her Mercedes, question mark. It's a super fancy car. It may be a Maybach. I don't know what it is. It was f- super fancy. And she's like, hey, you're already burning the midnight oil. And he said, a man once said, the harder you work, the luckier you get. And she's like, oh, 
that's great. Um, we probably should have ordered you a car. <laughs> Not. Higgins gags. He says everything he's eaten today feels like it's stuck in his throat. He's so conflicted about what they're doing. He is having a crisis <laughs> of conscience for sure. And he's like, um, he says to Rebecca, it seems like a nice man. I don't think I can do this. And she's like, well, the only way this is going to work is I need the full support of my new director of football operations. I'm assuming that's a promotion and a substantial pay raise. Pretty much like, I will pay you to shut your trap and just go along with this. Mm. Meanwhile, Nathan pulls up in the car. And of course, Ted is in what we would think is the driver's seat because it's everything's backwards in England. And he's pretending to honk the horn and Nathan is honking at the same time. And he's like, hey, look, this car is an invisible steering wheel. Just kidding. It's my man Nate here running the horn. <laughs> and it's so silly. And we say Beard is in the back seat and his face is smushed against the window. And I have and I am not okay in my notes because I laughed so hard. <laughs> I did too. This, I, this whole scene, I was laughing so hard. So they drive away and Higgins accepts the offer and Rebecca says, I know there are elements to this adventure that are going to wear on you a bit, but I'm sure it won't be any harder than sneaking all of Rupert's women in behind my back all those years. And I was like, oh, damn, she's oh, killing. Fine. She's knocking down all the birds with this thing here. And they pull away and Higgins gags some more because he's just like, Ooh. <laughs> like fuck what have i gotten myself into so these are really nice places yeah. where they're staying i don't know what this is i think it's just an apartment but they're not even staying in the same apartment they're like in buildings across the street from each other in like a little like disneyland kind of town it's really cute yeah so they arrive at the places where they'll be staying like their apartments or flats or whatever there's even a big welcome basket for him and ted puts his stuff away takes a shower and then he calls home he talks to his son for a few minutes and then his wife gets on the phone and they make a little small talk and he tells her, hey, you and their son should come visit sometime. And she obviously says no because he says, oh, yeah, sorry, I, I know I'm supposed to be giving you your space. And then he tells her that he loves her and I, I guess she doesn't say it back to right, him or right. says that, that she can't right now or whatever because he says that's okay, you don't have to. And then he tells her good night. And then he lays in bed and turns out the light and then says, shoot, now I can't sleep. And the episode ends with a Bismarck Key song. Thank you very much. <laughs> so they called it back. That's why I'm like, I have to put that in there because it comes back later. But this explains why this lovable, wonderful man would leave his family behind and go across the world to coach this team is because... He and his wife are going through something. I don't know what has happened here. I don't know how you could not. I don't know. He'd probably get on my last nerve after a while and be like, you're so nice. Oh, my God. I was thinking that same thing. Please be mean to me. That's because you and I are evil. But, <laughs> like, I assume the moment you meet Ted, you are his best friend. So right. if you're going to be in a relationship, a long-term relationship, you know the kind of person that he is i just i can't imagine i i don't know he's he doesn't even seem like the type of person that would like put work in front of a family like he doesn't like no like it would be like she's mad because he's spent so much time with that team raising him up or something right. like i don't know i don't know what's happened here it makes me hate There's her obviously makes, i don't even know what her. she's what's happened but i hate her yes <laughs> and she's probably lovely and she's probably lovely and i still hate her he tried to talk to his son he's like how's school today and he's like 
obviously it wasn't a school day. He's so messed up on his days from mm-hmm. traveling. And he's like, oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, if you're busy, um, go do your thing. And I was like, he just missed home. He just wants to talk to them. And they just won't oblige. And I was like, come on, give him something. Like, oh, ask him how his day was. Ask him how. How his flight? How's the team? Yeah. Like, this is huge. And It's awful. Yeah, we're dead. Yeah. But anyway, that's the end of episode one. And this show is, is so cute so far. I know it's just the first episode, but I really I want to hurry like and binge it, but yeah. I have to take notes on it for you people. <laughs> yeah. God. Thanks a lot. I know. And, now I, and I want to watch it with my kids. And I know that they, they can't watch it while I'm taking notes because they'd be like, you're stopping again? Why are you stopping it? Stop stopping it! I know, I have to stop it every two seconds. I'm like, oh, that was a good line. I gotta write right. it. There's so many good lines and they're and we are not doing them justice because the delivery of everybody on this show so far is just top notch. It doesn't try too hard to be funny. It just is. And from what I've heard from everybody, it's just one of those shows that makes you feel good. It's got a really good positive message. I don't think Ted can do wrong. I think he's going to be one of those characters that's just like everybody else is fucking up around him, but he's just doing his damnedest to make everybody happy. And I don't know. I could be wrong. He may turn into Dexter by the third episode. We'll see. No. No, it's not going to happen. It's going to be like all the kid-centered sports movies from the 90s where it's like a wackadoodle team and then they It's going to be like the Mighty Ducks. It's going to be the Mighty Ducks all over again. It's going to be the Mighty Ducks. It's going to be Little Giants. Little Giants. That was the one I was going to (laughs) say. It's, um, oh, shoot. This was my, one of my favorite movies. It was about a little kid who inherited the Minnesota Twins from his Uh, grandfather after he died. Little Big League. Yeah, Little Big League. And I was thinking the rookie, not the rookie. What's the other one with the kid with the arm? Oh. The arm, he breaks his arm and then he can throw it really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. That has Nick Nolte yeah. in it, which is super weird. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be that kind of thing. I just know it. I just know it. And I love all those movies. And I, and I feel like Death Glare this. Guy is coming around and he's probably going to be one of my favorite people. I, I, I feel it. I feel it, Death Glare Guy. I think they're I think they're all going to love him. I think, I think so even Rebecca is going to be like, all right, you know what? He is actually a really great guy. Yeah, I think it's going to be, she's going to be torn, but like, they could really win this thing. But, but I don't but want I them my to. my ex-husband, right? <laughs> I hate him, but I kind of love this guy and, oh, damn it. Just as long as the two of them don't get together, because I, I, I'm not going to get Ooh, behind no, no, that. No, 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 no. I'm not here for mm-hmm. a love a, a love story. Other than him I, and his I, wife. I want him and his wife to, whatever the hell is going on. You know what? To get back. Together. I don't care. Like, I had enough love with Bridgerton. I am loved That's true. Out. That's true. I don't need a, I don't need a love nope. story. I like the love story of Ted and Beard. Yes. I'm a fan of that. Yes. I want to know how I'm, they got together. I'm here for that story. I want to know Beard's story. I, I do. Love it. Love it. Okay. Well. Well, thank you, Mama B, for suggesting this. And I don't remember who our other, who other person was that suggested it. But yay. Thank you. Maze was on Instagram and told us that we should cover this eons ago, and we didn't think Thank it was possible. You, but we're gonna do it, and I think we're gonna like it. And I'm not gonna promise how many episodes you'll get next week. I guess you'll just have to wait and see. Things are getting crazy. I got rehearsal a lot, yeah. and we got stuff going on with the Girl Scouts, and it's just been... And it's almost spring break, and we are not going anywhere super exciting, but we're getting the heck out of Dodge for a little while, so yeah. 
But I do love, I think this is perfect timing that this is our only half hour episodes because I couldn't, I don't think I could sit through Bridgerton episodes right now. It would take me like four days. No. Mm-mm. So. And the next one's like 29 minutes. I was like, thank you. That I can do this before fun. I go to work in the morning and get and bang it out real quick. All right, everybody. Well, we hope that you are going to stick around for this journey through Ted Lasso. We're going to do our best to make this really funny, cute show even funnier and more entertaining for you and if you aren't able to access apple tv we're gonna tell you about it anyway so it's gonna be like you have your own apple product right in your very living room just so you know you can access it if you have a fire stick and you can get a a free seven day trial so you could probably bang this series out really quickly in your free trial yeah so Just saying there's options. All right. Well, Tiffany, if they wanted to send us a message or tell us what they think about Ted Lasso, where could they do that? Well, you can always email us at thatsooriginalpodcast at gmail.com. You can be like Maze and send us a message on Instagram at thatsooriginalpodcast. You can tweet us at thatsoopod. We are on Facebook at thatsooriginalpodcast. You can send us a message there, comment on our posts. We have some pretty awesome memes on there, so you might want to get on that bandwagon. I'm sorry. If you didn't think that last Bridgerton meme was funny, I can't even help you with with your life. Like, that's... I need to make that my wallpaper on my phone because it makes me laugh so hard. I laughed till Uh, I cried making it. I am not joking. There were literal tears running down my face. I was laughing so hard I couldn't even form words. I was like, oh my God, I am so immature. Well, you need to follow us on Stitcher and Spotify. You need to like and review us on, um, you know, iTunes. Yeah. And uh, you can send us a message on there. I'm still looking for period stories. I'm still looking for awkward diary stories. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the weird stories that you wrote when you were 13 with your best friend. Right. Yeah. Right. Do you have an interestingly named dog that's that we need to hear about? Because you have a dog named after a venereal disease. Please <laughs> hit us up if you do. Let me make a meme about it. Uh. There's like a niche for that, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Love you, Missy Mina, and we will talk to you later. Bye. 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 Bye.